Thank you all for being here. Um, I know that there are a lot of questions that you may have, so please, let's get started. Uh, you there with the pink hair. Yeah, hi. Blade Brown, Daily Bugle. I was wondering if we'll ever get an answer as to why you were avoiding covering House of Crazies. They have legitimate re-releases on the label. Regarding the House of Crazies, the group was never officially members of Psychopathic Records. Yes, they became twisted. However, the group did not release any new music. There was no point in discussing any of the older releases, despite the fact they were re-released and allegedly remastered. Uh, as such, it does not seem like it is imperative to discuss their prior music uh, to Psychopathic Records. Yeah, Mike, uh, Eric from ICP with We. Everybody has been asking about this. I know everyone that I talk to, it's almost impossible to have a conversation without this coming up. Uh, I think the whole world is speculating, hoping, waiting with bated breath for an answer here. When are you going to start your podcast dedicated to Vanilla Ice and give up this Juggalo thing? Uh, everybody wants to know, is it really happening? Who's going to be your co-host? And when does it start? Thank you for that question, Eric. And yes, the rumors are true. Um, this is my pride and joy, my magnum opus. Vanilla ICP with We will be releasing. It is currently in post-production, and we are slated to have the first episode drop on February the 30th. I'm very excited to have this released to the general public. Um, Vanilla Ice has had a long and storied career that I think a lot of people really need to check out and, uh, and be more aware of because Robert Van Winkle, an American treasure. Blade Jameson, Daily Bugle. I'm officially asking if you and Schmeeve will ever talk about the dog beats. Yes, uh, allegedly ICP does have the dog beats, and as such, we will be covering them uh, further on down the line. Again, we are trying to go within the timeline of Psychopathic Records, and uh, as such, it will take a little bit of time, but rest assured, we will get there. We will discuss ICP's alleged dog beats. The Homie Jiggles, reporting for Jiggle Down Productions and Roundtable News Media. With the recent announcement that Juggalo Judgment will be reviewing older albums that, frankly speaking, Mike had previously skipped on baseless claims that they were not important to the history of psychopathic records and Juggalo culture in whole, does this mean you will reverse your position on Isham, the inventor of the wicked shit? Will the blatant disregard for Isham's legacy finally be corrected? The people have a right to know. First and foremost, I want to say that I am offended uh, by your statements. I have always from the get-go stated that this would be a Juggalo podcast. However, I have also made incredibly clear that this podcast would be from Psychopathic Records' beginnings. Any of the prior albums that we have missed, which we are now covering in the, quote, shit we missed section, have been albums that more likely than not, I have not personally owned within my catalog, and I'm correcting that now. As such, Esham's primary releases on Psychopathic Records have already been covered. Mind you, we have covered them already in the proper timeline. There is no desire to reach back into Esham's prior work before coming to Psychopathic Records, as it really does not fit into the greater good of Juggalo Judgment as a whole. Also, I would like to spare my co-host Shmi from having to deal with any more grief regarding Esham. From this point on, the only Esham that we will ever see from this point on will be any guest spots and potential features on compilation records. Lola Falana, Grey Note Magazine here with a follow-up question. Esham Smith's musical catalog is vast. Will you now be using your platform to educate your listeners about the importance of Esham? We are asking for accountability. 
bring Esham's message to the people. While the works of Esham, the godfather of the wicked shit, are vast, and many people do have a great respect for Esham, he will not be covered anymore. If I want to discuss any terribly mastered rap album, I would go back and listen to a House of Crazies record. However, uh, Mr. Spawn will not be taking any further questions from the Jizzler media at this time. We ask that the roundtable press be removed. Mike, it's Chuck, the world's foremost virtual Juggalo podcast host. The people would like to know. When do you plan to release the special editions of all of your previous episodes with me added in? Chuck, thank you very much for that question, and I'd like to say uh, it's wonderful to see you. Figuratively, uh, it's always a joy to have the most talented member of ICP with we available. Uh, unfortunately, I don't believe that we will be able to accommodate that. It is a lot of manpower, and it just does not seem like that is something feasible at this point in time. However, we do appreciate any future contributions that you are able to make to the show. It's always a joy to have you. Thank you. Hey, Mike. Uh, yeah, it's Eric again from ICP with we. It's the ICP podcast. This is kind of like your show, but kind of, uh, but better. Anyway, um, I do have a question for you. Uh, is it true that not only do you believe Riddlebox is the worst of the Joker's cards, but also, and I believe this is a direct quote from you, it's hardly capable of being called music? Or are you just trying to troll all of the Juggalos by being super edgy? Okay, you listen here, motherfucker. I've said time and time again that the Carnival of Carnage is by far the worst Joker's card. My point is that the Riddle Box is everybody's favorite Joker's card. It's the best Joker's card. It's the best. Shut the fuck up. Everybody knows the Riddle Box is just mediocre at best. And I will have you fucking know. We've been doing this. Got no, no, I got. My apologies. Uh, we can take one more question. Uh, one from the Bugle. Shinji Ikari, Daily Bugle. Are the rumors of a born twisted watch along commentary true? Can you comment at this time? I don't know what that is. Uh, thank you all for coming. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and Southside Schmeave, representing Hazel Park. What up? <laughs> Oh shit. Oh shit. Hazel Park. Oh no. This is already off to a horrible start. Horrible Why? start. We're Why? What's we're, wrong? We we're going we is is that not what we're talking about today? Hazel Park no, boys, uh, HPB. That's, that's clearly like you're on you're on the opposite end of the tracks, man. What? Like we 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 we're, we're we're having issues already. Do I need to get a tattoo removed? I'm down with the ICP, so but like what yeah what are we doing hang on a minute hang on a second basement cuts that's that's an hpb track that, that's that that's 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 one of their releases right that was hazel park boys yeah <laughs> did i fuck up <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm pretty sure that you did oh shit I mean, it was a good album. <laughs> <laughs> if you are joining us for the very first time, why here? <laughs> <laughs> but welcome. And if you have been with us before and you're back again, why are you here? 
Welcome back. Again. Shmeev, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, I I was... There, there was a minute where I was like, uh-oh, I might be paying for yesterday. And I am paying for yesterday, but not as bad as I thought it may have been. I had a, I got together with some people for a, a weird lunch. Uh, we gathered a few recipes of, well, three recipes really, because that's all we were able to get of just strange foods from pop culture and stuff. Uh, Things such as the classic Weird Al Twinkie Wiener sandwich, which I've had before this. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a Twinkie. Slice it open, put a cooked hot dog in there, put some cheese whiz on top of it. And if you're feeling it, dip it in milk. Um, that was Twinkie. in uh, UHF, correct? It was in UHF. There we go. Uh, the uh, we, we, we had the, the, the classic Elvis sandwich, which I always understood to just be a fried PB&J, uh, fried peanut butter and banana sandwich. Sorry. But... Uh, when I was crowdsourcing some stuff, uh, I, I was told that it was fried peanut butter, banana, jelly, and bacon. And because I've had a plenty of fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches in my life, I decided I would go with this. And it was all right. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And then there was the, the Sinner's Sandwich, which is uh, from Deadly Premonition. It is a uh, turkey jelly and uh, some cereal on some bread. <laughs> that was actually uh, the, the general thing that people go with is cornflakes. And without the jam, it would be really good, I think. The jam makes it a bit too sweet, but the, having the crunch of some cornflakes in there is actually pretty fucking good for a turkey sandwich. Interesting. So how are you doing? I... I'm I'm a little worse now that I've heard the food that you had yesterday, but you know. <laughs> Thankfully, my stomach is settled pretty well. <laughs> I am. No, that's what you meant. Uh, I am consistently tired, but you yeah. know what? It's okay. I'm chugging along, just as just as good as any anybody else is at, at these days. I've finally gotten over um, about ninety five percent of the the cold that took me out. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of January, um, so I'm 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 ready to just uh, keep keep on keeping on, as as the kids say, and I'm very happy that we get to do that uh, today with with this episode. For anybody who who ca- caught our last episode, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Our episode with Aaron and Eric, it's always a fucking blast recording with them. They're and uh, as we as we constantly say, go ahead and check them out. They're fucking great. Yeah. But we're not talking about ICP with we. We're gonna we're gonna put that that feud on hold for now. No, we are not talking, talking about, about ICP. We're talking with about we. Just yeah, us. with just just us. Just we. <laughs> just this we. So, so Shmeev, what are we talking about today? Well, apparently, apparently on uh, on on, on our on our on our next up on our list of shit we missed. It it seems as though, uh, in my haste, I I mistook what we were covering today. But we are covering ICP's basement cuts. Indeed, we are inner city posse. Yeah, they they do not yet have the dog beats. They have not acquired the dog beats up to this point. But they but they have the basement cuts. 
And this, this is an album, an EP-ish, kind it's not of. not an EP. I mean, shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you look, it says EP. I don't care. Anyway, these dipshits say. <laughs> this was released in 1991, and um, if, if I'm looking at it correctly, this is recorded in the same way that Intelligence and Violence was. This was done with a karaoke machine. Um, now, I totally forgot about how Violent J got this um, uh, karaoke machine. We heard about it um, on the last episode, that that was why he... Stopped working with D-Lyrical was because D-Lyrical had the karaoke machine. He was like, yeah, we can do this. But then he got his own. Um, his girlfriend at the time bought this for him. <laughs> so he didn't, uh, he didn't acquire this on his own. Somebody else bought it for him, which, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, so this is recorded in the same way that, uh, that Intelligence and Violence was, which means that the production is severely Amazing. lacking. <laughs> Perfect. And the album itself primarily features Violent J. This is almost a Violent J solo record. It pretty much is for about three quarters of it the whole thing. Is. Um, but again, this is still whenever ICP was Inner City Posse. Correct. Um, significantly less. Um, I don't want to say interaction, but um, references to. The majority of the other members of the ICP, the the gang, uh, because most of the people had been leaving the gang at this point. Yeah, they were dipping out. I mean, there's still some. There's still some, but significantly less than what we heard on. Yeah, he wasn't was shouting them out. He's not shouting them out every other track. <laughs> no, no, no. There was like two tracks on on Intelligence and Violence where they're running through the list of literally everybody in the in the group, and there's like almost 20 of them or something like that. And now it's like, there's like eight yeah. <laughs> or some shit. So there's really not much else to talk about on this one. It's no. recorded the same way intelligence and violence was just without D lyrical, without the better part of, <laughs> of ICP at the time. But, but violence is still not alone on this. No, Ten. no, there he is, we, but he's not. We do have we do have two tracks that feature one other pro, uh, soon to be prominent ish member. Um, but what's uh, what's interesting about this album? And again, this was a, a CD that I did not have uh, when we originally were starting this show. I acquired this. Um, this was either early in 2021 or uh, late 2020. I can't quite remember. Um, I got this from a site. Um, I actually don't even remember what the site is. It's currently down at the moment. Um, but they were just selling random ICP stuff, uh, a bunch of it, like not just CDs, but like regular merch and stuff too. I guess it was this person's personal collection and he was ICP stuff.com. Uh, you know what? Yeah, probably. Dot net. Dot, 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 uh, dot gov. Yeah. Actually that's because you know, well, it's dot com dot net dot org dot gov. Actually, I I do have it up here. It's juggalo shit.com. Juggalo shit.com. I was close. Juggalo shit.com. So. The reason why um, it took me so long to get this is they did sell basement cuts on hatchet gear and stuff for years, and I never bought it back then, and I don't know why. And then they stopped producing it, and it was very fucking hard to get, and there were copies on eBay that were like almost 100 bucks. And I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to spend $100 on this fucking CD. <laughs> and this person was selling it for 15 brand new, and I'm like, hot damn. Good enough for me. 
Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for some I, old ICP shit, jugglershit.com slash gov. It is currently not up right now, so it says be back soon. Um, this was originally Let's released on out. cassette. Um, however, this version was re-released in 2001 on CD. They started selling them at uh, at the gathering that year. Which was similar to, I think, in 2000, um, they did that with uh, with Dog Beats. So they decided, hey, we're going to go back. We still have cassettes with these. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it on, on CD and people can get it there. Should they have done that? We'll find out. But before we do that, we have to do our time-honored tradition. We got to crack open a motherfucking fake. We do. Shmeev, what do you have today? Well, you know, this morning I, I took a trip down to, to the Sheets to get myself some, some breakfast. Uh, it wasn't like ideal breakfast because I got a quesadilla, a pork quesadilla. <laughs> On the way back, stopped at the corner store because I needed to get something to drink for this episode because I don't have anything anymore. I've expended my red pop and colas that were sitting down there for the longest time. Uh, so I picked myself up a bottle of... Genuine Fago delicious pineapple. What do you got? Hey, Shmeev. Oh, man, you had a look on your face. I wonder what you could have over there. Do you know what I have in my possession? Uh, cotton candy. You would be right if I had cotton candy. <laughs> I have a genuine delicious Fago Pineapple. Look at this shit. Look at this <laughs> fucking shit. Let's crack them open. <laughs> oh, that was sad. God, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Definitely refreshing. Just not very carbonated. No, mine, same. Like, mine didn't even really have a good thing. It's within day. I think it's just a pineapple thing. I don't think they might be. March 26th. That used to be a significant date. Anyways. Track one intro. Let's go. I guess we can just talk over this. It's a minute. Yeah. Um, But it's not like a regular intro intro. Like, it is like a a rap. He he do rap. It is a rap. I love the beat on this, too. Yes. And, again, similar to how Intelligence and Violence was, they grabbed whatever instrumental tracks that they could find and just threw them on here. I think that this open is very solid, and Jay already seems more confident than what we had on Intelligence and Violence. It seems like he took more time to really, like... Practice actually sit down. down. Yeah, practice really, I think, is, is, yeah. is a big part of it. Because we know that there were some funny-ish parts on Intelligence of Violence where it seems like he maybe screwed up on a take and just couldn't redo it. Yeah. It seems like he really took some time Less to... Less of that here. But this, uh, yeah. this is going to run right into their second track. Set it off. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I really like what they did here. Uh... I think getting Tom Morello on this track... Shmeev, I will fucking end you. ...was really ahead of the time, really. I will really. fucking destroy you. Like, I didn't... When I was, swear to God. When was Rage, like... When did they start doing stuff? 90. 90? This was at the... Like, he caught him fucking early. 
Like, that's fucking amazing. And getting Chris Cornell to do vocals for this, too. Damn. This track fucking rips, honestly. And on the first track, uh, the intro, uh, there's this, he's kind of just got to please no bully Jay. No. Just just don't listen to my music if you don't like it, please. And that that was what the first track was. But anyway, here's track two. Set it off. <laughs> All right, hey, Tito, turn up the echo. And I know I'm good for one of them old ass funky mojo beats. All right, so let's set it off. Volunteer with the coats of the ghetto. Standing up and clicking, suck a dick, cause you're fucking soft and I'm safe. Volunteer ain't with When you was falling with your dad, your mom let me suck a titty. Fools always start shit, get beat. And if I'm outnumbered, there's a nine in the back seat. Cause when I'm feeling like a Mac dad, in the trunk I'ma ride, I got weapons that I never had. And I just start gunning them down. A blast in a crowd, now everybody's running around. And there's always them bitches that are screaming, some fools on his back, wishing he were dreaming. If anybody's listening down south, talk shit about the city with my nuts in your wife's mouth. Keep singing on your banjo Cause we don't like that shit where I come from, bro And WS out the boy Ice Cube, yo You kinda sound like very motherfucking man alone Why do you call yourself a nigga, I ask you That's the only kind of bullshit that you can lay tracks to Short, nappy-head motherfucker It's the same sound like you got your beat from a Nintendo game Okay Yeah Let's, let's, let's get it out of the way now Uh-huh First off, this started out Solid riffing. Jay has an idea of how he wants to rap, and it works. But what? <laughs> what compelled 17-year-old Violent Jay to drop an N-bomb? Uh, attempting to quote an NWA <laughs> song to take shots at them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. So here's here's something that obviously I have a, an issue with. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I mentioned before, way, 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 way back, um, earlier in in Juggalo Judgments uh, days. That I had been listening to the um, audiobook of Behind the Paint. Yes. And in in that, where it's Violent J doing the talking, he does say the N-word. He says it in the context of saying the names of songs. Mm. However... I'm still pretty sure that you should not be saying the full names of the songs. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That, that's okay. That's about right. This is, uh, by the way, this is not like no white savior complex or anything. This is no. just being a fucking decent person. Yeah. Um. What I what I don't understand is, Violent J recorded this in 1990. Yes. Okay. Wasn't cool then. No. In 2001, you re-released this, and you didn't think to maybe (laughs) bleep anything? He forgot. Because let's be real. Let's be real. (laughs) Nobody, nobody had original copies of Basement Cuts back then. No. No one. 
and you're giving and you're selling us at the gathering right to give people a chance to hear your roots okay but you're okay with leaving that in there mind you let's look at what happened whenever look at uh for example um when most tasteless re-released mm-hmm. there was the regular version then the re-release happened whenever they went to Ireland, and they obviously scrapped some songs because of uncleared samples. We got some new ones on there. But the song Die Motherfucker Die, mm-hmm. <laughs> they censor out two words on the national release. They censor out beat, um, when every cop should be beat like Rodney King. Right. And Burn in the White House, uh, I believe, was the other one. Yeah. Exactly. Now, mind you, Twisted are still saying the N-word in their songs. Yeah. They didn't censor those, and Twisted didn't stop using it until they got to, uh, I believe it's Green Book. Yeah, something like that. Now, that was just their thing. But for ICP to be so adamant about saying they don't approve of white people saying the N-word, well, sorry, members of your crew are saying it. Yeah. That is definitely an instance of Jay not really being true to the standards that they were trying to set for themselves. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there's also the fact that, I mean, you know, people still know that that was a thing, I I would guess, you know. And it's this kind of a thing of maybe just not trying to... Like, it was a bad idea in general. Yeah. Uh, But it's possible that he's looking at it from a perspective of not wanting to, like, you know cover up something that he did or something i don't know it, there's there's just, a bunch of different ways that i could look at it i mean it sucks regardless but yeah. i have heard like that there's there's multiple people that have said that like icp totally have said the n-word casually like amongst themselves mm-hmm. and like with people that they're close to and i'm like that's not <laughs> they're they're not doing a good job yeah i'm just i'm just saying that yeah and unfortunately, because of that, like, that line alone, I, w- I wish I could give it more credit, but that takes me out of this track. Yeah. It's, it's fucking track two, and, <laughs> and you're doing that. Like, and, and I find it very, very interesting in the sense that he, he's calling out Ice Cube. He's not calling out Ice Cube. Or, or is he calling out NWA? He's calling out the rest of NWA because without Ice Cube, they suck. Okay, I, I see that now in the annotation. I was getting that wrong. Um. Okay, that, that makes a little more sense. I was about to be like, does like does, did, did Ice Cube ever hear this? Because I doubt it. they worked with Ice Cube. Ice Cube has performed at the gathering before, <laughs> I believe. Um. I'm not sure he'd be too happy about that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the thing. I wish I could give more to this track, but that one instance, and I don't give a fuck what you say, if, if anybody listening to this is like, oh, you're being so, you're, you're being too whatever about it. Shut the fuck well, up. Well, don't worry, I'll take care of that. That's give, fine. Just give me a second here. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, what we have here, we, we've got, we've got, of course, taking shots at NWA. Not as cool without Ice Cube, like you, like you do, whatever. And then we have him talking about, uh, here, here we go, here we go, all right, because 
and we're we're gonna we're gonna come back to this quite a bit here. Uh, I believe this is the one where he has a mention something something about uh, you know being able to threaten a woman with a gun to you know get her to give you a head more. Uh, which here's the thing. Yep. He had at least one, if not a handful, of jail visits for threatening girlfriends. Like, I know he had at least one for threatening a girlfriend. Like, he yeah, was in jail that for that. Episode. Yeah, he was on, I think he was on, like, what? He was out on probation or something and got picked up again because of that. For for 90 days, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just stuff like that where it, you know. Why do you want to glorify that? <laughs> well, I, I'll talk about that more later. Uh, yeah. But... I just, we'll get that on the record for now. Also, Q-Tip is not cool anymore. Uh, right. He, he does not like Q-Tip. Uh, Q-Tip sold out. I don't know what Q-Tip did to sell out, uh, unless he went to New York and joined up with the Tribe Called Quest and became successful. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's the same Q-Tip, as we discussed also on Intelligence and Violence. Um, and, and HP, Hazel Park, still sucks. Mm -hmm. Especially Johnny, alleged gay man. <laughs> Real piece of shit, that Johnny. Yeah. that's He's probably the worst one. Uh, I mean, if he's gay, he must be. Duh. That's, that's, you know. We know what the standards are. Two plus two is four. Come on. Gay equal bad. <laughs> Just. <sighs> come on. But yeah, so, that's, that's set it off. That is. I, I have literally nothing else on this. Yes. Let's just fucking move on. <laughs> Track four, lockdown. Track three, lockdown. Yeah. Oh, I still have set it off in here. Yeah, remove your other set it off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you got a problem with audio slave? <laughs> <laughs> Spitting and cussing, you know I'm pissed with them iron braces on my fucking wrist. And I'm headed for the county, with only these motherfuckers all around me. Dressed in my original county blues, with my fresh new rag and my rubber shoes. Six months in a seaman's bedroom, make friends fast, make a fucking soon. Five months left, they don't even smoke. Cigarettes like money, so I guess I'm broke. Drop two months, I'm down the boat, with the homies playing spades and a dirty ass flow. Chilling with my homeboy Bruno, hanging out at the wreck, and we just playing Uno. And this crackhead's gonna try and take my seat, so I whipped his ass and I cut another week. Now I'm staring at a plastic bowl cause the next five days I'm in the hole one month left and I'm going kind of thin in them stubbles on my goddamn chin three days good time I guess I lucked out my time is done let me the fuck out no more talk on my cock down I go fuck me a bitch cause I'm out of this lockdown 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 alright we have here a 17 year old Jay back <laughs> in 1990 Looking 30 years into the future to see the pandemic in action. The fake fucking virus that's keeping us inside for no reason. He's out of this lockdown. He's sick of it. He ain't gonna do it no more. Jay is hitting the streets. Fuck what the government says. CDC, suck my dick. That's what this is about. Uh, Mike has his phone up. He's looking for an escape plan from this. He does not know what to do. <laughs> Can I just say that I appreciate that this track is short as fuck? We've gotten two really short nice. tracks. 
Could this be an, an insane clown posse album? Sometimes I I wouldn't mind this. <laughs> um, uh, Jay, I, I just want you to know that we don't talk about Bruno. Just just throwing that out there. I don't know what that is. Exactly. Um, playing Uno. Hmm. Anyway, he's talking about being in jail. Yeah, he's talking about being in jail, and this is not nearly as fun a song as um, uh, When I Get Out from uh, was it Terror Wheel, I think. Something like that. Um, but I mean, that's about him getting out of jail and not being in jail. Yeah, this is just about him being in jail. I think he mentioned stuff about jail in there. But yeah. still, um, this is – it's a short and sweet song. That's that's really all it is. Um, Jay doesn't smoke. He's got no cigarettes, which is you know your jail currency. I, I, it's, it's at what point? So he's, he's in the, he's in jail for six months. Um, it took him, where's it at? Four months? Where's it at? Fuck. I yeah, you say I he, was, I he got thrown in the hole for something, then he was let out on good behavior or something. Oh, no, no, no. It took five months for him to get any, uh, any chin stubble. Oh, <laughs> That's that seems a bit unrealistic to me, but then again, I was a baby. I didn't I didn't really have much hair on my chin until uh, I was a sophomore or junior in college. So (laughs) (laughs) then then again, so maybe uh, maybe I'm just being unrealistic. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's nothing of note really here. He's just giving some some takes of when he's in when he's allegedly in jail for. Uh, six months but again he um I, I don't think that he was ever in jail for six months i think it was i mean was he could have been days. because he was in and out a lot for stuff like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't just that one instance there was also all the car stereos that he kept stealing and getting locked up for so i mean sure eventually he could have worked his way up to a six month sentence at some point um one thing uh of note uh by uh oh, i love i love this i love this person Mustard on Genius, noting the, the first kind. couple lines, first couple lines of the song were uh, rewritten for the song "Never Had It Made," which was on uh, Carnival of Carnage. Oh yeah. So, I think that's it. I think we can. Yeah. Move the the only on. other thing to mention is that at the end of that, uh, he does that uh, fade out on. He does that echo on the word "lockdown," which he did on his own clearly because he didn't have any special effects or anything like that. Yeah. He just kept saying lockdown and presumably moving lockdown, the mic away from his face. Lockdown, 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 and you know, good job. I think he kept it pretty even sounded like you can, you can tell it's what he's doing, but at the same time, it sounded pretty clean. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So let's move on to track four. Bitches. Bitches. They took, took a really different tack on this track. I'm curious what yeah, this sample just, is. Just a, just a bit. Who is that? Did they get a guest on this? Was that John Kickjazz in the background? I think this is... Uh, no, that's D-Lyrical. Oh, it's D-Lyrical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, shit. Damn. How'd they get that pick up? <laughs> I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> anyway, here's bitches. Hey. Hey, sh- Be quiet. Be quiet. Hey, 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 shut up. Hey, shut up. Hey, 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 shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, shut the fuck up. Hey, bitch, come here and take care of this fuck. You want me to kick? Man, shut the, shut the fuck up. 
bitches, hoes, sluts, and skeezers. Skank ass horse, I can't forget you either. You can say I'm degrading toward women. But they always seem to let me travel up in Will I hit a woman? What you think? I'll hit a fucking bitch like her name was Frank In the 50s when you're next you got lucky Today you put a gun up to the head And you say fuck me A motherfucker like Jay don't need a gun I just whip out the pipe And I watch him run Up to me, do me Saying go through me Nine months she's at my door And a bitch is trying to sue me You know I ain't having that bullshit So I sent the bitch home with a fat lip Yo, B-I-O-L-E-N-T Dumb, dumb You can't even fuck with me Out of women I respect just the chosen few And one of them bitches sure as fuck ain't you Pimpin' playing hollin' ballin' bitches by the dozens Like Jeff Allen and his fucking tons Stacks and stacks, so many to pick from Callin' them up so we can go and dick up Drive you to my house during the talk zone And then after I hit, I'll make your ass walk home You're crying, but I think it's kinda funny That I wouldn't even give your ass no bus money At night I have dreams that I'm waxing. Superstar, freaky ass, big butt, Janet Jackson I don't even need to tell you what I do to her So before you uh, say anything let me just mm-hmm. cover this. We're going to, because we're doing a trip all the way back to the beginning of ICP, I feel like we should do a trip all the way back to the beginning of our own show so I can do this. <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> There's a better version of this song on a later album. <laughs> and go ahead. What's what's that? We'll find out whenever we get to it. Oh, okay. okay. Once we get to Amazing Jekyll Brothers, you'll know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll bring it up again. Don't worry. So... Violent J is way too comfortable here. You don't say. But here's the thing. I hate to say it, but this might be one of his best early tracks. And it's because A, he stays on topic. <laughs> B, this is a instrumental where he is not forcing himself to rap really fast like a lot of the other ones that are on here. Because let's be real, some of the tracks that he that he pulls are not meant to be rapped over. They're like dance tracks and shit like that, yeah. and it's not the norm to have rapped over them. This one is a little bit more laid back, and his cadence, which does not deviate much on no. this whole project, or, or really, he he has a very direct kind of vocal delivery pretty much up through like carnival of carnage um and even into some of ringmaster but just this was a good track for him to not have to like overexert and try hitting everything on beat and he generally does a very good job of it so yes the subject matter terrible but the execution of it is really fucking good it's pretty clean on the rap side so this Mm. this song and songs like it on this album and you know just sections of songs where he has this particular subject matter like in set it off like i brought up already Mm -hmm. this is why i don't care much for the the this or the future iterations of of the the you know the violence towards women in their music on like carnival of carnage and stuff when people are just like his characters they're just playing they're just doing a bit and stuff because Mm -hmm. while he's definitely fronting a lot here i don't think that fronting which there is no future in mind is far off from what he actually aspires to in this particular case like Mm -hmm. Like, yes, he's fronting and he's actually just, you know, 
pasty white kid who steals car stereos. But like, there's still like a, a, a bit of that where I'm like, no, I still imagine that this is like a thing that you want to be at the same time. And yeah, no. And I don't believe that that changes really like through Carnival of Carnage and stuff whenever he does stuff like black in your eyes and stuff like I don't buy it as being a character thing or just a part of like no see it's it's actually just you know it's a it's the the hood clowns just paying back them richy bitches like no I don't really buy that that's what you're talking about at all so and this is is where I really feel that and that's why I'm really fucking it's because it's because right here it's a lot more transparent yeah because with with carnival of carnage Carnival of Carnage barely has much of the clown aspect. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very, very, like, minimal and doesn't really kick in more until, you know, aspects of, you know, Ringmaster and, and beyond that. So Carnival of Carnage, a lot of it does feel like what, based on what we're hearing here, it sounds like inner city posse. It doesn't sound like Violent J the clown. It sounds like Violent J the, you know wannabe thug who wants to be this gangster rapper and do the stuff that he's rapping about or he's hearing people rap about. Yeah. And that's that's where the problem lies. Yep. Because it's without the the clown persona, it is a lot more plain face that no, this is what jo- this is what Violent J actively thinks like yeah and i mean like not to get too personal with it but since you know all of that's pretty open stuff most of his future relationships kind of don't point towards much better anyway i mean like not so much that he's per se directly abusive in quite the extreme way that he portrays in this but that obviously he has a lot of problems to work through with the way that he views women that he still has not quite settled with yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's an issue. Yeah. And you in in one way you could almost blame the fact that oh well he was 17, like he was young yeah. and whatnot. But the the issue is because Jay never grew out of that. <laughs> yeah, he got And you can't, he got you can't, you can't better, d- but he did not fully reckon with it and he still no, obviously and doesn't it's not, quite. It's not a it's not a boys will be boys thing. Like no. nobody corrected him properly <sighs> to say, "Hey, don't think like this. Don't actively try and, you know, don't say that you're going to, you know, beat this woman because she won't have sex with you or something like that." Yeah. It's again we we could almost overlook it whenever it gets to later insane clown posse stuff because you know we're like oh it's rapping clowns and they're putting this on as a front because they are rapping in character violent j the clown i get that but violent j the wannabe gangster thug no i probably think that he would actually do stuff like this yeah so the thing that I forgot uh, whenever we were talking about set it off, I actually like queued up the timestamp for it, and then I just completely forgot about it. I forgot oh, to jump sorry. back to it. It was my bad. Well, because I, I read my notes. Uh, I, this was the thing that I'm about to talk about is the first thing I wrote 
and I decided to talk about the rest of it and jump back, but I forgot to jump back because, you know, it's back at the beginning of my notes. But in Set It Off, I heard something. I heard him pronounce a word in such a way, and it is like there's so much hint of clown in the way that he says it. And I just felt like we needed to just run this back to hear it. Okay. Uh, it's the way that he says the word ho in, 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 in one of his verses. Just give a listen to this. Here we go. This isn't set it off. Is it, is it very quick? How? It's pretty quick. Here we go. Ready? Because I know how that story goes. First she buys me dinner, then I fuck that hell. But I was in a hurry. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I did hear that. Hell. Like he just, he he just did it. Like that sounds that that sounds like that sounds like Ringmaster right it's, there. It's up there. He's he he jumped way forward in time with that with that one word. That's all I have left from from that. I don't have anything else on bitches. Um, aside right. from the fact that I'm you know I'm I'm looking forward to us getting to the to the, the future version. version. Yeah, the good version of that song. Um, it's it's pre- I think you'll like it. I th- I think you'll really like it. Honestly, I know I've. S- I know, I know. You usually don't like whenever they, uh, you know, revisit songs and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I, I, th- I think you'll really like this one. Yeah, I mean, I just as long as there's like a good like background on you know why they decided to redo it and you know just just give me everything that there is about it. I mean, t- there's a, there's a story. It. Believe me, I I just need that. Mm-hmm. But until we get there, I think we can move on to track number five, Insane Like. tapping at my window. Before we actually get into this, it's it's insane like. However, oh, on the actual back, it's spelled I N S I A N. A I N. In 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 like. Uh, it's, it's the other way on the. Uh, yeah, because if one. you if you look on streaming services, it's spelled that way. But on the back of the case, it uh, is. But both of them is, are wrong. <laughs> yes, all all of them are are completely incorrect. I can't see that. It's all just reflection. Um, Sorry. Anyway. Take my word for it. Uh, hey, to reiterate things from the last track, uh, rape is bad. Yeah. Uh, plain and simple. So this is um, 
Okay, this this track. This is the 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 first major instance of Jay doing like real edgy try-hard horrorcore stuff. Like that is what this track yep. is. It's just being a fucking edgy dipshit for the whole thing, just saying whatever. <laughs> and you know, it's that. And I've I've been clear on everything that I think about that. Yeah, for. One one line I, I wanted to get out is that Jay should not try to rap fast. It's <laughs> it's very clumsy, um, especially here. Again, it sounds like he took more time to practice compared to what he was doing on Intelligence and Violence, but it is still not um, perfected. Um, but for being a thug, for being a wannabe gangster, he's doing a lot of things that are not typical for the thug type things and these this does come off more as horrorcore um is this is this clowny no it's not no. but this sounds like what a horrorcore rapper would probably do he's i, I don't know how many I, I have listened to a lot of you know gangster music from that time era but like do we hear a lot about you know knives and things like that in music at the time i typically would assume it's mostly guns um, but he's using a bunch of knives here, but stuff that's like cutting off a woman's breasts and using them for earmuffs. That's very random. Uh, and does sound like something that we would hear Violent J say further on down the line. Um, the start of the next verse, I'm not really cool with um, saying that he has split personalities. One is Hitler and the other is Charles Manson. You could have picked some other names that would have a similar connotation, but not be nearly as bad. <laughs> Just saying. Well, again, um, he's, you know, doing that thing. Uh. There's a line, I think it's actually wrong in here. Um, there's one where it says, I'm a racist, but I believe he, he, he was supposed to say, I'm a rapist. I don't think that's actually, no, I think he actually does possibly say racist, <laughs> actually, there. It's hard to say. I don't know. It says, uh, fuck parties, fuck women, I fucking kill. I'm a racist. I like an innocent victim. If she's old and weak, that's then true. I'll Could stick them. So I think that it's supposed to be rapist. I don't think it's, 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 I don't think it's a C in there. I thought you said something um, like, uh, I, th I thought you said something about that later, but I th thought that was also in there. I don't remember. Yeah. It's been um, He has a section uh, further on about voices telling me to kill, kill, kill. Like, that is stuff that sounds like it would have been insane clown posse. So, though the execution of it and, and some of the, the phrasing is not ideal, these are definitely early seeds of what would be insane clown posse, especially um, some earlier ICP stuff. It's interesting to hear, but it's just it's it's rough at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, the, I yeah, this is. I'm finding as as we're going through this CD, and I think that's going to be the case as we go through. Um, this shit we missed section. Had we started with this stuff, um, I don't think that our show would have gotten this far. <laughs> no, I, <don't> <laughs> I, 
I think that we would have probably stopped after Carnival of Carnage. Yeah. Um, See, like, the thing and, is, is, like, <laughs> you know, we, we had fun listening to Intelligence and Violence. Because and, we had good people part listen, of the, to, part to of that is that Hold up a second. Part of it was that. But the other thing is that, like, it's been a big change of pace from what we've been listening to a whole lot. You know? It was really different. This is not like we're this. This is the second one in a row that's more or less the same kind of thing, and also it sucks. And so it's not like a fun change of pace anymore. This is just a fucking slog, and I don't look forward to dog beats. <laughs> Except dog beats is shorter. Yeah. So, I still don't look forward to it. That's totally fair. All right, I think we can move on. Mm-hmm. Track six, play that hoe. Play that fucking hoe. Excuse me, bitch, I don't mean to trouble you. Can you guess the beat? Yeah, it's CMW. The inner city posse's getting fucked up. It's the fake goat and the OE getting sucked up. Bitches putting me in a bad mood. Cause I was itching on my nuts and they're saying that it's rude. The host said that's disgusting, Jay. Don't worry about that bitch cause you'll be sucking on him anyway. Mind your own sewer freaks. She's storming out the house mad and I'm staring at their butt cheeks. When a bitch lets everyone hit in the butt, she's always coming back with a fat gut. She's showing pictures and then nothing was said. They all know it's mine cause the baby had a big forehead. I ain't no kind of daddy, ho. I'd be filling up a bottle with Faygo. You better get an abortion, no fucking doubt. Or I'ma reach down your throat and pull a motherfucker out. She's bitching and bitching, but I ignore it. And then she's gonna ask me to fucking pay for it. I gave the hoe an empty 12 pack. Take your ass to the stone, bring a two liter back. That's all I'll pay for, bitch. Now get the fuck on, hoe. Stick around, I got something you can suck on. Yo, yo, yo. Alright, so this was the song that I mistook uh for for bitches that has the you know breaks in the middle of it that was my bad mm. um but okay here's the thing we have we have three separate things going on here each we we kind of have a, a a one story per per verse here thing except for mm. the third one it's less of a story <coughs> and more just him talking about shit but okay there's a lot going on in this first verse right a this 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 woman got butt preg. Uh, that doesn't that just doesn't happen. <laughs> butt preg. <laughs> it doesn't happen, and that that doesn't like mean that you shouldn't try. But it doesn't happen. Um, and he's calling. Okay, so there's one of two things is happening, right? Either when he says when he talks about them seeing pictures of this baby, he means an ultrasound. That's and what he's I'm calling for now. an abortion or. Or he is just calling for a very unusual post-birth abortion <laughs> for this baby. Yes. And then the second uh, second verse talks about get, getting getting locked up, and uh, whenever he's sitting there waiting, the cop that shows up is a bitch. It's a bitch. He 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 fucks this cop, and then whenever he gets out, ghosts, which is morally correct. Yeah. Um, and then in the third one, he's just kind of yeah, talking. Yeah, cab. All cops are bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in the third verse, he does talk about like uh, having what I first wrote as a closet of bitches, but it's actually more accurately a stable of bitches because he does mm. say he keeps them out back like a horse. Yes. Um, so he's got he's got a stable full of bitches. 
Right. Um, and he also does first, mention that Nate the Mac, he can, he can pull the women, as we know. Nate the Mac always, always been like that. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> in the first verse, they all know it's mine because the baby had a big forehead. Mm-hmm. Forehead line is way ahead of its time. Yeah. Kudos to Jay already making fun of himself because. I feel like there was never a forehead seen... line in Intelligence and Violence, but I don't remember. Oh, maybe there was. I don't know. But um, that becoming a thing that is referenced later on and even these days. I mean, shit, they came out with a song last year called Jay's Forehead. Um, yep. That that was just – that was great for me. Um, yes, you mentioned uh, that, that Violent Jay, whenever he is in um, – when he's in jail, um, uh, the, the cop shows up and, and – he has sex with her, so it's a precursor to uh, I fucked a cop. Of course. So Jay can say that he fucked a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, he can say it, but, you know. But what was the line that I uh, – there was another line in here. Um, I got to find it on here. Sorry. It's in the third line. Oh, you're hanging on my dick because I can make you rich. Violent Jay was not making anyone rich. <laughs> At this point in time. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Because, again, he's from, which there ain't no future in. Yeah. Uh, that's It's a song. It is another song. Yeah. It is you another know, Violent J classic, ICP song. Classic Violent J storytelling song. We always talk about yeah. Violent J storytelling. Exactly. And, and look, at 17 years old, just shades of greatness already. <laughs> Untapped uh, potential. Anyway. <laughs> Give me that fucking look. Let's move on. Track seven. Track seven. Ghetto style. In a city posse, holding it down. Playing that gay, yo, by the pound. Kicking from the south side, running things. Hooting straight up, plus I'm living like king. In the alley rows, in the dock of the night. Hook rolls through, trying to make things right. Chaos of the ghetto last more than a while. Lyrically and physically, I'm ghetto style. Freaking out of 40 and it's making me brave. If a punk jumps up, then I put him in the grave. Chilling ice tea on a full-time basis. Your crew's getting worried, I can see it on the faces. Scared of my boy, just smacking your freak. Drop kicky dang, cause your sister a geek. Should've kept your mouth shut, I'd have let it pass. Keep talking your shit, I'ma whip your ass, drop the piece. Quit running your lip, or we'll go head up, and I'm gonna whip. Y'all can touch your ass straight back to the hill. I'll be driving the car with kids billing filth. Your ass will and then laugh about it. Cousin Del Rey a drop buying shit. We stay in the slum till wine from a bum sell dope to a base head whose money comes from an arm robbery or BNE. Or how he gets his money ain't shit to me. Get paid, get laid, in my style's cold. Pulling holes in a court to follow gangster code. Ghetto style, the boy don't play. Chill military stop West Del Rey. In the city posse, fucking shit up. Drink eight pop from a 40, you drink Kool-Aid from a cup. Down with too much and violent Jay. Pimp a different hole each and every other day. Not ugly girls with the saggy butt. Those kinky ass hoes don't even make me nuts. I see people and nothing but if the bitch ain't fucking get the hell away Cause we ain't got time for a stingy ass bitch Only what the money never want to hit Up on one girl or five at that In a city pot you want yet to the cat Mike Yeah? Who, who did we just hear Mike? We heard Motherfucking John Kick Jazz John Kick Jazz Playing Violent J to Violent J's D lyrical. <laughs> I don't know. This 
In the same way that Violent J did not sound anywhere near as comfortable on the mic as Dealey or Cool for Intelligence and Violence, John Kick Jazz sounds like he is reading from a paper. Really? He does. 100%. I thought that this was good. He, I thought this was really good. He sounds entirely like he is reading. <laughs> like he's reading rhythmically and he's attempting to put some emphasis on things. But he's reading. <laughs> I don't know, man. I this made me like miss D lyrical. But like <laughs> I legit liked this. I thought that this was great. And it was like, A, it is fucking giving us a break from Violent J, which mm. is nice at this point. Yeah. Um I thought that this was fucking good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that it's like terrible or anything. I'm just saying John Kick Jazz is clearly reading from a sheet of paper while he's rapping this. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. His tone is just yeah. like that. He does not I sound like he's you know been rapping very long. It is it is a bummer. Like I mean, John is the only other person that we hear on this record. Um, although I think I could be wrong, but I feel like on Play That Ho, that very like first yell in the beginning i think that might have been too dope um but you know we had john kick jazz on um he's on dog beats i believe he's on carnival of carnage and then he dips out yeah and i mean his reason for reason for leaving the group was because of somebody that he was uh, with at the time and then he um ended up having problems with drugs uh later on and, and ultimately succumbed to them um it makes me wonder what would have happened if John stayed in the group. What if he actually like stuck it out and decided, you know, to see what happens? Like, could he balance, you know, rap with his personal life? Would ICP have been clowns still? Would they have <laughs> tried to still be inner city posse? Would they be nearly at the level that they are today? I I don't know. Right. And it's kind of sad to just think about that because I mean, John was definitely like a crucial member and John was a closer friend to Jay at first. Um, he was closer friends with John than he was with Joey. But it's it's just – it's interesting to hear that this early on and just think, man, if only like things – like what, what, what could have been ICP if, you know, if he stuck around or, or what would have happened further on down the line? Just a lot of hypotheticals. Yeah. But – Hearing this being the first thing that John was on, I liked it a lot. And it again, I liked how on Intelligence and Violence we did have some D-Lyrical. We didn't have a straight 50-50 cut between him and Violent J. But the stuff that D-Lyrical was on was great. And hearing so much J here and then finally hearing a different voice, it's like, I want more of that. Hmm. And unfortunately, we don't get more. Well, we get a little bit more right here, but yeah. um, it's just – in, uh, whatever ICP was, it's Violent J featuring somebody. Right. Occasionally. Yeah. That I don't beat, have anything though. Else to s oh, the beat's fucking great. You got it's, that. Uh, uh, it's playing a rock, sort of. I can't rock. remember what the original uh, track is that that was from, but that, that's a little bit of Planet Rock. I don't actually even know when Planet Rock was a thing, because I think it was later than this, because Planet Rock also samples um, Never There by Cake. <laughs> All right, look, I know, I know, okay, I know, don't eat, like, yeah, I, I'm aware. Um, here's, here's the thing, right? Those two 
things are just tied so closely in my head. I think it's just there's a similar tonality to the two melody lines and all that stuff. They're using a similar scale and all that stuff. It's just they are very close in my head. Um, although they are completely different things, I am aware. Um, that was my bad. I, I went back to check that after and I was like, oh my god, I really fucked that up. Um, but growing up, the thing is, is like I didn't even realize Planet Rock was like from, it's from like the late 70s. That was, holy shit. Um, but like it, it was around a lot whenever I was growing up. And that sample obviously is around everywhere. It's used in all kinds of shit. Uh, it, it's in a fucking DDR track for Christ's sake. Like it's all over the place. So I mean, that's kind of why I wasn't able to place it in the right time frame. And also, again, those two things were both like Planet Rock and Never There. Both were around so much during my childhood that they just kind of molded together. What can I do? You know, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. <sighs> Back to the episode. Hmm. I think they use a synth instead of like the trumpet line that they do. Unless unless Cake borrowed that, but I don't think Cake borrowed that. I don't remember. Uh, Planet Rock was actually from 1982. 1982. So, okay. And then yeah, Africa Bombada. Solid. So, okay. Yeah. I um. I didn't know how old that was. Holy shit. Oh yeah, that's it's, a banger of a track too. Yeah, and uh, uh, there's a bunch of people who have who have sampled it. Um, it's been around actually, for a while. It was used in uh, Thrash or Skate and Destroy. I think that. Tech sampled it um, a couple years back. Um, I think he may have also sampled it on, um, might have been on the original Angelic, I think. And I actually have a, um, oh, fuck, what was it? I have a mashup that has that beat with, um, oh, fuck, Don't Stop Believing playing over it and it's really fucking cool <laughs> but that's a, it's a dope track so it's it's the first one that i actually knew which was it was cool to hear that so yeah all right well shmeave yeah they said it couldn't be done but we finally made it to the end well, they need to keep our fucking names out of their mouths <laughs> track eight <laughs> The ICP. I'm a motherfucking psycho reputation like Jason on the southwest side. Shot 47 times, boy, and still ain't died. Yeah. Inner city pot. Hitting in the ghetto zone. Yo, with Rude Boy and Nate the motherfucking Mac. Two go, seven up, Kid Dylan. Always killing. Jay Tom and double back round kicking Shay. Ha <laughs> ha. Lalo, Punkin, Rerun, Mike McQuarrie. And that noodle and then sandwich eat motherfucker. Genetic colors, jump steady red and have the ears, yo. Shumpert, the lad, the greasy, and will at Fort Bragg. My homeboys, Morris and James. The underground's in the back, yo. And-
I love that this opens up like it's going to be John Kick Jazz, and it takes like just a couple bars for it to just be almost entirely Jay. Yep. <laughs> like Jay jumps in, and you're like, oh, all right, he's just jumping in for some flavors. Like, no, he's taking over the entire track. John Kick Jazz got to name like one person, and now Violent Jay is about to list everybody that they know. <laughs> Every person who's <laughs> still in the ICP. Uh, we got more John, which I'm, as I said on the last track, I'm all for. <laughs> it's not a whole lot, but guess what? I don't give a fuck. And then they go, they, they list, I guess, the remaining members of the ICP. Um, Noodle and Nedden sandwich eating motherfucker. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even understand how that would be a thing but okay we already have uh jump steady jump steady already has a name which i thought i think is very interesting hmm. um i'm curious how he got the name i mean he was older I was, so i mean he was but like i'm i'm curious like <laughs> he still is older <laughs> by all well, accounts what I'm, but what i'm saying is but yeah <laughs> like whenever he the first thing we heard Jump Steady on prior was was on Carnival of Carnage on Taste. And he had the name Jump Steady there. Yeah. But like, was he called Jump Steady from like his personal friends or whatever it was? I would like, guess so. It's just an interesting name and the fact that he had it that early, I think, is kind of cool. Um there there's definitely some lines that need to be fixed on here though. <laughs> you don't say. Uh going crazy, these sluts are trying to fade me. It's it's gotta be suckers. Um. Also, what was it? F fourth brag. I believe it's supposed to be Fort Brag. Yeah, it's Fort Brag for sure. He goes to shout out D Lyrical. He does shout out D Lyrical. So He's still you know cool. What? They still like D Lyrical. They're still cool with D Lyrical. Q Tip though. <laughs> no, no, him a bitch. He 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 had to slip. And then at the very end, Oreo. Who Oreo. the fuck is Oreo? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So, yeah, please describe what happens at the end. At the end, we suddenly have a, it's it's still part of a sample. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it was like from something where they're having people, like it was a phone message thing, like leave your rap at the beat, all this stuff. Uh, and then at the very end, Jay shows up and just go, please book us. We good, I promise. <laughs> For booking we, information or producer interests, call 1-313-548-5707. Yeah. Did you call that number? I did not. Oh. And uh, my note was, no one called. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what was that number again? 1-313-548-5707. Uh, Right, Are see. you actually going to call this? Are you actually going to call this? The number this? you have dialed is not in service. Please check oh. the number and dial again. Or dial 611 for customer assistance. Message. Oh, well. Well, it was worth trying. Now we know. It's worth a shot. <laughs> it's yeah, be it's better than that one time where you were like, oh, yeah, I totally did call it. And yeah. I was like, really? And you're like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that that's... uh. It's basement cuts. This is the album that Down with the Clown 
was for was was this was the one that this, the the fans this is for the people who were down since this album since since basement cuts motherfucker not intelligence and violence though no they don't well, care about people who have been down since intelligence and violence no <laughs> since party on the hill <laughs> if you've been down since intelligence and violence fuck you <laughs> go fuck yourself you're done you're done if jay sees you it's on site yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, Shmeev, 1991's Basement Cuts. 90. It was recorded in 90. It was released in 91. Really? Everything says yes. 90. Released 1991. Well, you labeled Anyways. these tracks wrong. Well, I can't help it. It's what iTunes grabbed. What are your thoughts sucks. on this magnificent EP? It sucks. It's just not fun. Not as fun as just jumping into intelligence and violence was. There was there was stuff there. This isn't as good at all. Like Violent J's the Mac was stupid, but it was fun. There's nothing that's fun here. It's all just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just Jay being a piece of shit. Like more of a piece of, he he sucked on intelligence and violence, but like it was kind of fun with the way that he sucked on that. And this one, he's just like a belligerent piece of shit. And Fuck him. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's it's honestly not hard to argue with that. Um, this is literally... Th- th- this is, like, a, the, the some microcosm of everything that I hate in ICP in general. And, you know, the stuff that carries forward from this is the worst parts of them. Yeah, that's that's definitely, like, one of the things that's so appealing about Insane Clown Posse is the over-the-top stuff that we get from them, the general humor, but also the fact that there are some times where there's songs that have a kind of social commentary to them where, you know, oh, these people who are, you know, less than fortunate people living in Detroit, they kind of see what's going on. They're aware of what's of what's happening. When we hear songs, you know, most off the top of my head, think of the stuff that that was on Malenko. Mm-hmm. Songs like Piggy Pie, songs like How Many Times. These are songs that you know anybody could listen to. Them. You don't have to be a fan of ICP, but if you listen to the songs, you're like, okay, no, I kind of understand what they're trying to do here. Yeah, those songs have a general kind of message. These do not. No. These are meant to be Violent J's ticket to, you know, I'm hard and this is how I am. Now, mind you, I believe this was still at a period where he was still trying to just be a wrestler. Yeah. Um, I think that was probably still his his go-to option at the time. But with, with Insane Clown Posse, we understand that there is generally like – we we do get all the the fun clown carnival stuff humor. We do have some of the, the social kind of of discussion that happens in occasionally in songs, and then there is the the more like for for lack of a better term like ghetto thug style stuff. It's it's been in almost every album. It might only be a couple lines in a song, but most of the time it's not a full song. Yeah, this is exclusively that. Yeah. And that's why it's far less appealing to listen to. It's it's 
a very good thing that they moved past this. If they didn't, they would not have lasted many more albums. They would not have gotten out of Detroit. I, I, it is impossible for me to say otherwise. No, I mean, so well, because we they, believe... they're outclassed in every way by everyone else exactly. who does what they're do what they're trying to do here better. Like, there's, exactly. there's no, there's no way. Like, a, he doesn't have like any of the personal connection to it. B, he's not even doing any of the other stuff that people do with that. Like, a lot of people talk about, you know, the way that shit is on the streets, and they're talking from personal experience. Like, they know what the fuck it is. <laughs> like, he understands some of it. But mm. nowhere near as deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. It's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to try and like drag more out of it than, than what needs to be said. But Violent J, for, for what he was attempting to do, the fact that he did it for more than one project is a testament to his drive and I will give him credit for that because Jay was not one to try to start something and then immediately quit at it. Yeah. That's an adm admirable trait. He was not somebody who was going to make things fail. He was not going to just up and stop. I feel like he, it would have taken a lot for him to do that. So the eventual shift into, you know, what would become insane clown posse was obviously the best thing for him. Mm -hmm. So it's fortunate that we only have a couple early projects that sound like this. And the next thing that we that we cover is Dog Beats. I've never listened to Dog Beats. I do think it still probably has more of an inner city posse style vibe. I, I um, suspect, yeah. But, I mean, even, even early Carnival of Carnage stuff, about half of it sounds like this. Just with slightly better production. So I, I like just, that. this is not, this is not a record that I think everybody needs to listen to. We're, we're talking about it here because it's pretty important to ICP's general history. You know, I'm, I'm glad that I own it. Will I go out of my way to listen to this in, in the future? Probably not. No. Probably not. Here's, here, here's the way that you listen to ICP. All right. You listen to intelligence and violence. <laughs> And you, if you're going to listen chronologically, listen to Intelligence and Violence, and you jump up to Beverly Kills. And hey, then, there's songs on Carnival of Carnage that are great, though. And then maybe you can kind of like listen in order from Beverly Kills on. I, I, would, I would say, I mean, don't get me wrong, Carnival of Carnage is not my favorite ICP record. It's probably the worst Joker card. I've yet to meet anybody who says the Carnival of Carnage is their favorite one, and if they exist, they're lying. Um... But there are songs on Carnival Carnage that are very good and very much worth a listen. Taste is goddamn great and does a fantastic job of talking about the social issues of the time with everybody who's featured in it as well. It's a great song that, you know, helps kind of tie everything together, I think. But we don't have any of that on this, and it sounds... Um, it, it, it sounds very forced. So, so that's, intelligence that's... and violence, Beverly kills, and on. <laughs> okay, fine, <laughs> fine. So Shmeev, do you have three picks for this? Because I do, and I begrudgingly have them. The ICP. 
Okay. <laughs> Lockdown. Okay. How the fuck did I write that? Oh, I see. I see how the letters work. Um. There's the ICP. Also <laughs> locked down. Why is it always a fucking struggle? <laughs> well, Mike, because this sucks. This album sucks shit. It's terrible. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't. I, I, the only other two that I would pick from is it's either Just Play like, That Ho or Ghetto Style because Play That uh, Ho is was, at least semi amusing in some ways, even though it's still. I was going to say you were going to say Ghetto Style, but no, because it's still boring. <laughs> okay, so so is is Play That Ho? I don't care. <laughs> okay, uh, I have gone with the ICP. I have gone with Ghetto Style, and as much as it pains me, I have gone with bitches. <laughs> And I would get rid of Basement Cuts, the whole album. <laughs> We're just throwing the rest of the album away. The whole album. If I, okay, if I wasn't getting rid of the entire album, um, it's going to be set it off just because, just because of that one line. And yeah. I don't give a fuck if you get mad at me for that. I don't think anybody gives a fuck about basement cuts. That's yeah. That's let's, who the that's, fuck's you getting mad? You like you don't like basement? What's wrong with the, you? Know like, who's getting mad that we don't like basement cuts? Aaron. I don't think he's getting mad. Aaron's so so mad right now. I think he perfectly <laughs> understands. <laughs> so that that was basement cuts. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, tell us what you think about this because when did you first hear Basement Cuts? Because this, in the year 2022, this is the very first time that I have ever listened to it. Same. And this was a fucking trip for a lack of a better term. Um, it was short. There's that. It was short, which was awesome. That was the best part about this is this album clocked in at just about 22 minutes. It was fucking this was, great. Was this shorter than um, Intelligence yes. and Violence? Yes. And somehow was worse. <laughs> Yes, I don't understand. Yeah, two fucking songs on Intelligence and Violence were seven minutes and Intelligence and five Violence minutes. is 40 minutes long. It's yeah. almost, it's twice as long, just about. <laughs> and yet, and this was almost harder to listen to. It Not almost. It, it was. was. It was. You know why? It's because we didn't have D-Lyrical. That... I don't know that's, if that that's, was that's, it, honestly. It's it's 100% the reason. It's the only difference. <laughs> the only difference. No D-Lyrical. That's worst it. album there's there's no no other difference i forgot exactly. to mention it but we're still we still have uh violent j is still hooked on the fucking it takes two sample oh yeah or at least yeah, variations that still have the woo and yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's a good it's a good fucking sample so I guess. so thank you very much for checking it out as always we appreciate it we will continue our shit we missed we have a number of other yeah. albums that we're going to cover. Yeah, One thing that I am going to directly mention on here, I have mentioned it on Mike Check, and I did mention it uh, within the ICP with We Discord. Um, we we recently uh, released the Psychopathic the Videos uh, DVD commentary, which apparently a lot of people have been checking out, which is awesome. We hope you've yeah. enjoyed it. Um, one of the things that we I think we're going to cover, uh, we are going to do at least one other commentary track um, because we are going to cover Shockumentary. We've actually yeah. had some people ask us that in the past, why we never covered that, and it totally like 
slipped my mind. So I do have a shockumentary. It was included on the uh, Great Malenko 20th anniversary. Um, I have a regular copy of it, but it's scratched to shit, so I don't think it's going to play properly. <laughs> um, but one of the other things that I wanted to know if people were interested in, uh, in hearing is Born Twisted. Um, Shmeev, uh, for, for, for those who don't know, Born Twisted is a parody documentary that's kind of like behind the music. A mockumentary. Um, Yes, it's it's pretty fun. Um, I wanted to see if people were interested in us covering that to be another just commentary style thing because the commentary tracks are kind of fun to do. We don't really have to do notes on them, and they're um, uh, they seem to be simpler for you to edit. So it's if, pretty if easy. That's yeah. if that's something that you would be down to do. If anybody would like to hear that, then then cool. Um, I contemplated adding some uh, other DVD ones, but some of them just I don't think would flow as well. There was like the Purple Show DVD. Because they're episodic, it's not really something that I'm interested in doing. And then there was – what was it? In 2005, there were the four albums that had DVDs with them and God, just no. fuck that. But if anybody's interested in no, us covering – No, I Born do not Twist- want to watch all of the videos for <laughs> A1 Yola. No, thank you. <laughs> I exactly know that. That's what you're saying. Um, so, yeah. If uh, if anybody's interested in us uh, covering Born Twisted, let us know. Um, it's further on down the line, so we would have time uh, to, to add it in um, and still be timely. Um, but that's all that I have. So you can let us know if you'd like to hear about that. You can let us know what you thought about basement cuts on our various social media platforms. Like our Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. Or our Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Instagram. Juggalo Judgment. If you want to just write something super fucking long to us, we got email. Juggalo judgment at gmail.com. If you want to send us a little a little green, a little cash money for some reason, we can you can do that at our Patreon. You can send that to patreon.com slash juggalo judgment. Speaking of which, I've been mulling this over and I feel like uh, I think I brought it up to you at some point. Mm-hmm. I'd like to look into reworking one of our um Tears. One of our tiers. Yes. Uh, specifically the $5 one, I believe, uh-huh. which is people, you know, because uh, nobody uses it. Uh, it's the one where That's people true. get to that listen into true. our live recordings and stuff like that. Nobody drops in for that. It seems kind of pointless. <laughs> I'd like to see about um, changing that to something else, possibly just completely divorcing Discord from our tiers altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about this because I was thinking, because, you know, we're in the ICP with We Discord. We don't need to have another one for that. We've yeah. been offered the opportunity to to carve out a section of that for us, and I wouldn't mind taking them up on that and mm-hmm. just figuring out something else to do for for five bucks. Uh, you know, if if there's something you can think of that you would like that you know doesn't involve you know anything more extreme than what we already do for the other things. Go yeah. ahead and email us and say what you'd like to see for like a tier or something. Even if it's not just for a $5 month, there's something you'd like to see for like any tier level for Patreon. Yeah, we'll look at it totally, and think about it. We might not do totally it, up to, but we'll, we'll, it, we'll think about it. Something to consider. Like that's the thing. We're, we're open to new ideas mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. Like um, we are uh, a bit behind on the, the Patreon requests uh, for that $10 tier, but yeah. It, it's not something that we're completely disregarding. It, it is something that we are actively no, it's, doing. I, I um, whoopsed on uh, one of them uh, and didn't get the notice out for half of the month. But uh, we're, we're still keeping up. We'll get there. Yeah. 
So that's the thing. Like, if there's anything that you guys would be interested in in doing, um, I also need to get off my butt and look more into. I mentioned this that, that I was going to do this uh, last month. I was going to get into it, um, looking at potentially starting a, uh, a merch site. Um, yeah. So once that is once that is up and ready, um, I will make an announcement. It'll probably be on the social medias. Um, and uh, and there is one other place that you can find us at now. That's um, true. It's slow and slow and steady, but we're getting it picked up. I haven't done anything um, with is... it yet. I haven't started adding stuff except for our Patreon things. <laughs> and, uh, and that is our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash Juggalo Judgment. Um, what is that today? I might start gathering other stuff today. So uh, as of right now, it just has the Patreon episodes, which the the couple Patreon episodes that we've done so far, you can view them on Patreon. You don't even have to be subscribed, but they are available for free to listen to. Um, they will also be on the uh, YouTube channel. Those will be and uploaded immediately. Like I'm uploading those as we go with those with okay. the, uh, regular episodes. <coughs> That's just going to take time for me to get up. Yeah. So we're going to have our back catalog of uh, regular Juggalo Judgment episodes. I'm not going to bother with the mic checks because those are more of a um, uh, as of now thing. Yeah, they're timely. And I understand because, you know, the mic checks started because we wanted to kind of move away from having just the regular talk um, in the beginning of the episodes of Juggalo Judgment because those that would kind of like timestamp them basically. Um, And it also cut a lot of the fat from the beginning of episodes before we got into it. So um, I appreciate whenever you guys check out my checks, that's very, very cool for me. It's something extra. Those will still be available on the regular podcast feed, but we're not going to put those on the YouTube. The other thing that I'm going to do, and I mentioned this uh, on our last episode, I think was um, if you follow ICP with we, you know that they have a Spotify playlist of their favorite songs from the albums. I am going to take it upon myself to make a playlist on YouTube that has those songs. So if you listen to music on YouTube, you will be able to listen to the ICP with We Spotify playlist. And it's going to include songs that they can't add to Spotify playlist because exactly. Spotify doesn't have them, such as the Intelligence and Violence ones. Right. I think they I think they uh, also did that with the uh, Incredible Collectible Collection uh, and uh, stuff like that. So that'll be your way to hear the entire thing. It'll be awesome. Uncut. <laughs> uncensored oh. uncircumcised anyways <laughs> I think that we have covered absolutely every base so thank you again thanks for listening it's always a blast yeah. we hope to hear from you guys and um, god I hope we I get to a good album again soon <laughs> you know what I think that we're going to in the relatively near future don't know how far but we'll see <laughs> but with all that said i feel like there's only one thing left to do you know what i think that there's only one thing left that we could possibly do and that's finish your motherfucking fagos finish that bitch Peace out. Peace. I did finish it. And then it colors. Jump steady red and half a year. Yeah. That was rough. My homeboys Morrison James. The underground in the back. Yo, my shop kills off the sea miracle. Breaking it down till dawn. Mike D and Chris B. Yo, the producer awesome L. Hey, now.